It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Ravaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com and by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Ah, uh, yes, the night before March Madness really gets going. Yes, playing games tonight, two playing games last night. But KT Live, Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo, one of three in the Vegas Valley to serve you. Rocking and rolling. Great show. Mark Lawrence joins me in just a minute. 835 right around there. Arthur DeCesar, of course, Superbook, Westgate Superbook, of course, in the risk management department. He's, he has been so busy. He was going to come on last night, but then uh, figured tonight would work out better. Games, of course, getting going early. They'll open that super book up real early tomorrow morning. Get down there as uh, you got a bunch of games going early. This game, 9 o'clock tip, West Coast time. If you're coming in from out of town, get acclimated to the time change, baby, because we start early and we go late. It's a 24-hour town for a reason. It is Las Vegas, Nevada. And we've got regional action here as well. And NIT uh, going to move over here later on after some home court games for the teams. NIT in action tonight. A couple playing games. Arizona State right now taking care of Nevada handily. We'll keep an eye on that game as it winds down. We've got hockey going. We've got NBA basketball. And uh, more importantly, we've got a lot of stuff going on at all three Steiner's Pub locations. 8168 Las Vegas Boulevard South, the original 8410 West Cheyenne in their 25th year, and where you can catch KT every Wednesday night, 1750 North Buffalo, right there at Vegas Drive. Folks, doesn't get much better than this. You've got the long bar there with all the games in front. You've got cleanliness. You've got a full bar. What's not on tap, they've got in the bottle. Then you've got games view vantage points to where you can see four, five, six different games from wherever you're at. You've got the booths going around the outside, plenty of tables inside. Got a nice inside uh, bar where you can have food. It kind of circles around like uh, nights at the round table type stuff, but excellent at all three. And then you've got the machines, video kino, video poker. They've got the light and marquee board, lets you know which machines have hit on which day, how big the jackpots were. 
and then the service is out of this world. That's what separates diners. They've got that great service. So you got the great food 24 hours a day, not bar food. you got full food. Tonight I had the beef stroganoff started with the lamb chop appetizer. I mean, there's so many different things you can get on a very diverse menu, but 24 hours a day. You want to eat lunch at uh, 3 in the morning, you want to eat breakfast at 4 in the afternoon, you can do it at all three Steiner's pub locations. Ken Thompson, follow the show at Ken Thompson 87 at SportsX Radio, at Mark Lawrence. Mark spelled with a C, joins us every Wednesday night, now in his ninth year right here on SportsX Radio. Mr. PlaybookSports.com himself, Mark Lawrence, how are things going on the eve before everything gets rolling March Madness tomorrow? Well, we're trying to catch our breath a little bit here, Kenny. Uh, you can, everything already prepared. We just put out, as you know, the playbook March Madness Tournament Guide. And that was uh, like putting a magazine together in two days, if you get my drift. But it's a good thing because it gets us all ready for March Madness, which uh, is that time of the year. Everybody loves it and uh, just can't wait for this stuff to start really rocking and rolling starting tomorrow. There you go. And some, you know, some injuries. And uh, by the way, as a Mets fan, I'm really bummed. Puerto Rico. Uh, Alice, the Dominican Republic, but Edwin Diaz goes down during the celebration with a what could be a serious injury. He leaves the field in a wheelchair. I mean, this just came to me uh, about five minutes ago as uh, C. Wynn was over here giving me the good news. You know, there's always those messengers with the bearer of bad news. I mean, it, gosh darn, it just crushes me as a Mets fan, but that is baseball. We'll get to that. The uh, World Championships, of course, going on. I'll update that stuff uh, maybe later in hour number two. John Cole will be joining me, hour number two, solid handicapper. He was on the show last night. He'll be here. He's in town for a couple more days. And, of course, Arthur DeCesar will join me. But Mark Lawrence, front and center, leads off as he does on Wednesday nights. Mark, so far, so good for KT with Arizona State. I just felt Bobby Hurley had a more athletic team. Nevada shooting lights out from the outside, but so is ASU. And ASU, 64% from the floor for the game, going to put away the Wolfpack as they're inside the final four minutes. And then Fairleigh Dickinson, one of the smaller teams, takes advantage of their solid outside shooting against a team that just doesn't shoot at a lick from the outside but plays good interior ball, and that's Texas Southern. 84-61, FDU gets the win big time tonight's Cruise by 23 as two-and-a-half-point dogs. ASU again laying two. Total was 135. The game's already at 153 with 310 to go. So those are playing games. Last night, Mississippi State, the worst shooting three-point team in the tournament, gets ousted by a point by Pittsburgh, who was down a man but still played very solid ball when they needed to. couple clutch shots, and Capel's boys advance. So uh, we'll see how these teams pan out. But, Mark, so far so good. What about for Playbook? Because I know you spent, like you said, a lot of time pushing out this big newsletter, covering all the teams, giving some great insight and some great uh, statistics. I mean, unbelievable with that database that you have. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate that. Yeah, a lot of good information in that database, and it paid off for us for the first four games as we had the right side in all four of those games. So those teams advance. We'll see whether or not who of those four teams, usually somebody makes it to the Sweet 16. A couple of times, first four teams have made it as far uh, if you will, as far as I believe the Elite Eight round, uh, UCLA and uh, I believe it was VCU. So we'll see which of these first four teams ends up being this darling in these play-in games. All right. Uh, a couple of NIT games still going. New Mexico in the pit getting pummeled right now by Utah Valley State. Interesting game here because Utah Valley State, the way they lost to Southern Utah, you'd never expect them to get off the map. But 
Coach Pope has them ready tonight. 48-35. They lead New Mexico. 17-47 to go in the pit. Now make it 51-35. So up by 16, the Wolverines, the other Wolverines. And, of course, Michigan in the NIT uh, continues to play as they got a win last night over Toledo. Oregon 9-4 out of the gate. Up there, Matthew Knight Arena. Second time this season playing UC Irvine at the Matthew Knight Arena as uh, they lost to Irvine earlier. 9-4, the Ducks lead out of the gate. Just a little more, a little less than uh, four minutes into that game. Uh, finals from earlier in the NIT. Oklahoma State 69-64 beat Youngstown State. 69-53 North Texas over Alcorn State. And then 58-56 at Santa Clara. But the higher seed, or the better seed, uh, Sam Houston State wins the game 58-56. Central Florida, Mark, just wasted the Gators down in Gainesville. 67-49, two-and-a-half-point dogs. Pretty impressive by Central Florida tonight. Not that they won the game, but how they controlled it from throughout. Yeah, it was a big win to knock off a uh, big brother inside the state of Florida for UCF in the basketball game. Florida had an up and down basketball season, but to go into uh, into, into if you will into Florida and win that game on their floor, that was pretty impressive by the Knights. There you go. Meanwhile, Virginia Tech. Not that they lost the game, but I had plus five and a half for Vatek. Two-point game inside the final minute. Ends up a nine-point game as they can't score down the stretch. And Cincinnati wins at 81-72. Game still falling two points under the total of 155. And then Moorhead State with the stunner. They knock off Clemson. Clemson 15-and-a-half-point favorites at Little John. 68-64, Moorhead State with that slowdown style, takes care of business and frustrates the Tigers on their home court, gets the W. Keep an eye on those two games that are still going. It is 88-66, Arizona State, though, leading Nevada. That'll be the one for the big dance as they look to move on. All right, Mark, let's stay with college basketball, and let's look at tomorrow's action. Uh, College of Charleston, San Diego State, Aztecs, five-point favorites, and the line hasn't budged. 141-and-a-half is your total. Where are you looking? I like this Charleston basketball team real well, Kenny. Uh, they bring everything. They check a lot of boxes and do a lot of things that we look for in when it comes to be this March Madness tournament time. Teams from, uh, if you will, lower brackets or I should say lesser conferences taking on guys out of bigger conferences really do well, especially when they were a double champion, as Charleston was. They won the regular season. They won their conference tournament. Uh, I can smell an upset here. We see the teams out of the Mountain West Conference really struggling in this tournament. This is also another one of those famous 12 versus 5 seeds, and the 12 seeds have really done really well of late here. Uh, I was talking about Andy Isco this afternoon, and we were commenting about that on our podcast. Uh, You go back to 2000, uh, you got the 12 seeds. They're now 50 and 35 against the spread against uh, 5 seeds. And what they are, they end up being overachievers, and uh, they're ecstatic to be there. And perhaps this five seed maybe thought they should have been a little bit higher. So I do like Charleston in the upset in this basketball game. All right, and we'll see that line moving a couple places, including a faraway place, but one that I respect in Chris, bookmaker, uh, up to five and a half. But everywhere else, pretty much five. But even there, it's only juice minus 0-1. So right there, it's steady five pretty much throughout. has not moved much. Furman and Virginia, this too looks like it has the makings for a good, solid game. Virginia coming off the finale in the ACC tournament, losing to Duke. But no shame there, the way Duke's been playing uh, Kia Clark struggling big time. Does he rebound? Can he get it going against Furman? Or do the Paladins come away with a W? 132 is your total. First thing I think of is Virginia. I just think of unders. But what about it, Mark? Furman and Virginia. I think this is another classic case. Almost I can reiterate what I talked about in the San Diego State game with Charleston. I think the same thing applies to the Paladins in this basketball game. It's a Virginia team that uh, 
maybe uh, you know they were expected to do a lot better than they did. They had five starters that came back with this basketball team, and I think they underachieved on the season. Maybe they're not so thrilled uh, where they were seated this year. Might have been a little bit higher thoughts that they had going into the contest. But this is where upsets occur, Kenny, in games like this with teams like Furman here. I like the upset in this game as well. Wow, there you go. All right, and a lot of people looking at UL Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns taking on Tennessee. Down Ziegler, their point guard. Uh, you know, not that Barnes' team will lose the game, but 12-point favorites at the Westgate Superbook, 136.5. Marlin, a veteran coach. I could see Louisiana hanging in this one, maybe uh, an outside shot at a big upset. Well, you know, this is a Tennessee basketball team that when I was filling out brackets, uh, I, I had to stay with them because they do so many things so well, uh, that especially defensively Tennessee does. And, and losing Ziegler, as you said, is going to hurt the basketball team. It's certainly not going to help. But I still have to go as far as they can go. I think they're going to win this contest here. Getting the number might be a different story. I think they're going to end up finding their rhythm in this tournament, Tennessee will. And maybe not, maybe you don't want to be laying as many points with them early on until they do just that. I'll grab the points in this game as well. All right, and then Oral Roberts and Duke, some money moving uh, around town now as far as on Duke. Duke playing an outstanding ACC tournament. The Bigs, but a a veteran-laden team there in Oral Roberts, a well-coached team in Paul Mills. Duke minus six right now, Westgate Superbook 146. I'll tell you what, if Duke gets off to a slow start, I think if Oral Roberts just hangs in, say, the first eight, nine minutes, I think they're going to have a chance to win the game, and that could be a major major win because people just look at the names and they're like Oral Roberts and the summit no question way down this year uh, but at the end of the day they were dominant and they were dominant in the summit tournament I'd like to see it I think they're good enough to hang with Duke where are you because six is tough the way the Dukies are playing and if Oral Roberts doesn't shoot it well out of the gate they may not get a lot of second opportunities well, Oral Roberts, Kenny, is one of four teams in this tournament that uh, won 30 games on the season here, and they have to be respected in the NCAA basketball tournament if for no other reason they play with a lot of confidence when they take the floor in games like this. An 18-game win streak will also do that, too, if you're Oral Roberts as well. Uh, this is a Duke basketball team that you mentioned here. They played their best basketball down the stretch coming in here. But we ran it through our database, the well-oiled machine, and what it has spit out, it told us the fact that ACC Conference Tournament champions really struggle in the opening round of the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Just 10-20 and 20 against the spread their first game. Uh, I'm going to play the points with Oral Roberts here, another basketball team playing with a lot of confidence here. Uh, the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about, Kenny, is the, sh- the number. It's just a little bit short of what I thought it would have been, but the odds makers know what they're doing. They, too, see what Oral Roberts can do. An upset here wouldn't surprise me at all. All right, uh, that'll do it for segment number one. We'll keep Mark around. Arizona State has just finished off Nevada, 98-73. The final there game flies over the total easy cover for the Sun Devils who move on, and they will take on TCU. We'll see what that line spits out with Jamie Dixon's team being a favorite, but a nice effort by Bobby Hurley and uh, Pac-12 showing well in their opening game. Mountain West, another disaster, as Mark talked about. Last year, 0-4, and Nevada already out and not even in the game as uh, this game was over pretty much by halftime. Take a break. Come back. SportsX Radio, Steiner's Pub, 101.5 FM, KDWN. You miss any part of the show, archives up by 11 o'clock Pacific time. And, of course, streaming live on that Odyssey app. If you have not downloaded that app, it is worldwide. A-U-D-A-C-Y, Thompson, live, Steiner's Pub, Mark Hoke, running the show, spinning the hits. And, of course, the Mark Hoke Show, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling. You like professional wrestling? You'll love the Mark Hoke Show. We're live from Vegas, live at Steiner's. Ken Thompson, Mark Lawrence. We'll be right back. Keep it right here. Look at the 
bells and listen to the bells It's hard to believe we need a place called hell In Excess coming back on a hump day. KT live at Steiner's Pub. Mark Lawrence with me on the PSBR Law Hotline. Mark Lawrence uh, got a bunch of games, so we're not going to be able to get to all of them, but have some time, so I'm going to let you pick and choose. Uh, we can start on some of the games uh, that are taking place tomorrow uh, and then uh, move on to any games that you think uh, may still have some value as far as for the people to get on top of them for Friday, but I'll give you uh, front and center as far as uh, picking and choosing. And, folks, don't forget, you can get all of Mark's plays. He nailed all four of these play-in games, so you can get Mark's plays at playbooksports.com and, of course, at Mark Lawrence. Follow Mark on Twitter, Mark ending with a C, of course. All right, Mr. Lawrence, what about it? Uh, Thursday, what do you like on the schedule? Well, there's quite a few games. It's an attractive basketball card, Kenny, uh, both Thursday and Friday here, obviously, but uh, one note I mentioned, we talked about Furman before, who was playing tomorrow in that basketball game. Furman is one of four teams that are playing in this tournament that are what I call double champions. They're teams that won the regular season, they won the conference tournament, and they're underdogs to teams that did neither of the two. And these plays have really been nice money-grinding plays, hence Furman in that role against Virginia if you will, look at that basketball play tomorrow. Just a little added excitement there. I'm looking at West Virginia against Maryland in this basketball game uh, when they play tomorrow. This is a West Virginia basketball team that is really deeply loaded with experience, Kenny. Uh, They've got six seniors on this basketball team uh, that get a lot of playing time. That experience like this is invaluable in NCAA basketball tournaments. And Bob Huggins right now, the head coach here, rumored to be possibly maybe calling it hanging up the, uh, the the career after this season is over. Not saying that's going to be the case, but that's the word that's on the streets out there right now. They could come and play for Huggy in this basketball game, and like I say, they're deeply experienced. I like this basketball team to make some noise and possibly make it to the sweet 16 round of this NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah, and it's hard uh, to believe Huggy's in his 16th year, and that's the early game too, Mark. That's the one that Gets everything going tomorrow. Maryland, good, solid job. But most of their big wins have been at home. They're not going to be playing at College Park. So we'll see if Huggies boys can take care of business. And keep an eye on Eric Stevenson. What a find he was. Outstanding. He's their leader. Trey Mitchell, pretty good as well. Uh, Johnson, Kadrian Johnson also. So they've got players. And Huggy, I love him, man. And he was uh, a fun guy to hang out with at a Final Four a few years back over there in Arizona. But go ahead, take it from here. you still got a, still got several minutes to get in a few more games that you're interested in. Well, I'm also going to take a look at Colgate and take the points against Texas. Texas is feeling awfully good about themselves uh, winning the Big 12 Conference Championship, beating Kansas to do just that. And uh, also, the database tells us that Big Ten champions struggle in games in which they go to the NCAA tournament when they won as an underdog. Uh, Colgate brings a lot to the table in this conference here, in this basketball game here, Kenny. We talk about these these teams from these smaller conferences. They just give you everything they've got from the get-go here. A deeply experienced basketball team for Colgate as well. I think there's a lot of points to be had in this basketball game, and I think it could well come down to the wire. All right, uh, and that's still sitting at 13-and-a-half, so I agree with you there. I would definitely be on Colgate, a good team that dominated their conference, no question. Another game I'm going to look at is Princeton against Arizona. And I know Arizona's playing some pretty good basketball. They just won the Pac-12 championship. Uh, Probably feels maybe a little bit slighted in the fact that they are the number two seed in this conference here. 
Uh, but the Pac-12 really didn't put all that many teams into the tournament, but still a nice Arizona team. But uh, this is still a Princeton basketball team that relishes roles like this. They've been outstanding as an underdog, uh, especially this year they've been outstanding as an underdog. And I think this is also a letdown spot for a team like Arizona against Princeton here. And if Princeton can take the air out of the ball and let Arizona play their style of basketball here, this game could surprise a lot of people here. I'm going to grab the points with Princeton in that game. Yeah, and Mitch Henderson in his 11th year there for the Tigers. Good, solid job. Now, one thing Tommy Lloyd's got to get across to his players is like, look, Arizona, you have lost as a major favorite and a low seed like a two or three earlier. I mean, back in the day to Santa Clara and Steve Nash uh, way back when Lute Olson was still coaching the Cats. So there is history there. And it is kind of tough to get up for a team like Princeton that still does those, you know, backdoor cuts and, you know, plays with the same style they've been playing for years. The coaches may have changed, but the style's still the same, that Princeton ball. And, you know, they come up with a nice win to knock off Yale, a very good shooting team. But, uh, you know, Princeton stayed disciplined. The game was at Jadwin Gym, which paid off for them. Crowd really got into it. And, uh, you know, look at Arizona. Here they are going against UCLA, third time against the Bruins. Right here in Vegas, they had to go at the uh, T-Mobile. And that was a good, fun game. And UCLA banged up in the, you know, down low, helped, you know, Zabellis and Balo have an advantage. They'll have that same advantage inside the paint. But Princeton is one of those teams that can catch you out of position if you're a big guy and can also burn you with that three-pointer. So I, I can't disagree with you. It's a lot of points for Arizona to give, laying 14.5 right now at the Westgate Superbook, Mark. Well, the other side of that tail, Kenny, is number two seeds really tend to struggle in the first rounds of this tournament. For whatever reason, they usually find themselves laying a lot of wood. Not so much this year, and that's the one thing I noticed this year, is uh, perhaps a shortage of points for the underdogs. You know, where have all the points, where have all the points gone with these underdogs? The odds makers know exactly what they're doing here because there have been more underdogs that have met with success in the first round than any other round of the tournament. So I don't think they're they're, they're uh, offering up as many points, maybe arguably as they should, but you still have to handicap the games as the odds makers puts them out there and don't question what he's putting for a line. Just handicap the game instead. Uh, another contest I'm going to look at here is going to be Auburn against uh, over Iowa. And uh, you got Bruce Pearl here, a really experienced basketball coach coming into the contest here. I love the fact that Auburn has really done well out of the gate in this tournament here. That's 10 times in a row they won their opening round game coming into this basketball contest. Or you basically have a, a win-type situation for this contest uh, coming into the game here. And uh, also... If you take a look lately of what's happened here, number nine seeds have really had the better uh, end of the bargaining as eight seeds of late here. I think it's the last four or five years they've really excelled. So a combination of everything there put me on Auburn over Iowa in that matchup. Yeah, and you know what? I'm friends with uh, Fran McCaffrey. I remember meeting Bruce Pearl way back when in 1995, so I uh, know Coach Pearl for a long time. And he's got that tendency where he tries to get his team, especially if it's a close game at halftime, to jump on the other team in the first five minutes. And I'm talking about pressure on the ball and trying to make things happen. Now, the one thing that I'll look at caveat-wise is Iowa getting beaten the first round last year by Richmond. You know Fran McCaffrey knows that. And Fran McCaffrey did a great job with Siena and UNC Greensboro way before he even got to uh, Iowa. So Frank comes on the show. Love Bruce Pearl as well, but I agree. I, uh, Auburn is a team that uh, gets out of the first round, and Iowa's had trouble doing that, and they're an eight seed like you talked about, but they were a five seed, you know, back a month or so ago, so uh, they have slipped, and, you know, they really go the way Chris Murray, his brother Keegan in the NBA already, but if Chris Murray's struggling at all, 
Iowa tends to struggle. Rebrach is great down low. He plays much taller and bigger than himself. He's, he's got great moves inside the paint and very active, uh, but they really need all hands on deck. And Patrick McCaffrey, uh, his son, has missed some time. And, and you know what? Iowa just did not look in sync as far as, you know, their last game as well. And so they have slipped mightily. Uh, they do have a couple decent wins, but at the end of the day, right now, it's going to be interesting. And Auburn also had a good opportunity to win in Alabama to avenge an earlier loss at Auburn and had a big lead slip away. They end up losing that game in overtime in Tuscaloosa, and that was one that Bruce just didn't want to lose. So that's going to be a fun game. There's a lot of really interesting matchups. Last one, Mark, I'm going to throw at you. What about Kentucky? Kentucky's a, uh, a five-point favorite last I saw, and you know they're a team that has been banged up. We don't know uh, if they're going to be 100% healthy, but then there's also rumors that Ed Cooley, the Providence coach, could be ticketed for Georgetown. But he's a coach that pretty much is, is going to be focused on the game. He doesn't even want to answer any questions about anything right now outside of, you know what, I've got a good team. However, we're limping him. We've dropped three in a row. But they've played some pretty solid ball inside the Big East, and that's a good conference. So it'll be interesting to see who's got uh, the upper hand here. Kentucky minus four or Providence plus the four, 144 and a half, Mark. Real quick on that one. Any side? I'm going to play Providence in the game plus the points. I'm a big Ed Cooley fan. He's been a terrific dog in his career. How about 104 and 74, Kenny? On the blind, that's a great long-term dog log. 19 and 7 of late. They started fast. They've been a little bit slow here to begin with. And Kentucky was bounced in the first round last year. Maybe they'll be a little bit upset about that. But this basketball team is not the Kentucky team of old era. I like Ed Cooley real well in the role of an underdog, and I think they'll take Kentucky right down to the wire. Well, I was just glancing at some of the write-ups that you have, Mark. It's always impressive, the homework that's done by the team over there at Playbook Sports. And, Mark Lawrence, you do a great job. Let everybody know how they can get all those plays. We talked about some of them. You gave out some freebies, but you've got a lot of stuff, including the uh, the tournament and ticket it. And also you've got statistics in the newsletter that – go all the way through the tournament that are outstanding as far as uh, different seeds and different scenarios. So let everybody know how they can get involved and also uh, potentially get that coffee club for free and also about the playbook. When is that going to be out? Well, Kenny, the magazine, we're going to have that out uh, in July. We're working on that right now. But as far as the March Madness Tournament Guide is concerned, you want to get your hands on a copy here. There's a feature in there called the eight elements of basketball teams. Teams that check this box have won 19 of the last 20 NCAA basketball tournaments, and there are six qualifying teams to do just that. You can find out who those eight teams that check these element boxes are. Records of all the NCAA tournament coaches. Every stat and fact you need is in this guide. You can get it online at playbooksports.com. Outstanding stuff. At Mark Lawrence on Twitter. Mark, enjoy the games. Can't wait to catch up with you Sweet 16-wise next Wednesday. But appreciate you big time, as always. My best to Colleen and Junior and the family and the staff over there at Playbook Sports. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Same to you and Christy. Be well, Kenny. Stay safe, and let's enjoy the game for March Madness. Love it. There you go. Great stuff from my good friend and uh, just an outstanding capper, Mr. Mark Lawrence. Take a break. Send it back over to uh, Mark Hoke. He'll take us to that break. The Mark Hoke Show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best of professional wrestling this Sunday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Enjoy that show. We are 101.5 FM KDWN right here in Las Vegas, streaming worldwide live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Miss any part of the show, archives up. You can find them pinned at two different Twitter handles, at Ken Thompson 87 at Sportex Radio. Live from Vegas, live at Steiner's Pub, I'm Ken Thompson. You're listening to Sportex Radio. We'll be right back.
Oh, yeah, baby. Forks up for my buddy and brother-in-law, Danny Knuckles, down there in Phoenix area. He got his master's at ASU, so forks are up tonight for the Sun Devil fans as they take care of business. They roll over Nevada, 98-73 early game in the play-in games over uh, in Dayton, 84-61. Fairleigh Dickinson taking out Texas Southern. Those are two playing games. Right now, NBA just one game going. 68-64 Warriors lead the Clippers in L.A. Ten minutes to go third quarter there. Get you all the other finals. Hour number two in the association on the ice. Two uh, NIT games rolling right now. Oregon doubling up on the Anteaters of Irvine. 28-14, 7.08 to go. Matthew Knight Arena up there in Eugene and New Mexico getting their lunch handed to them in the pit. Utah Valley State, my goodness, what a great effort by Pope's boys. The other Wolverines, 71-53, 7.48 to go regulation down there in Albuquerque. Those two games rolling. And we bring on uh, somebody that's probably just kind of kicking it over there at the uh, Westgate Superbook. Probably has that cot all set up for tonight because there's not going to be much sleep for the staff of Cornegay. Unless you're John Murray and you just uh, have carte blanche to kind of walk to the beat of your own drum. But you know that. that, that that's for another show in its entirety in itself. But uh, we welcome him in. He's one of my favorites. He's Arthur DeCesar. We uh, call him Art Dice. You'll hear me call him Dice Man. Art Dice 21. Follow him on Twitter that way. Arthur, how are you, bud? Ken, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, I mean... We're not all John Murray, and we can't just kind of come and go as we please. Uh, you know, I'll be burning the midnight oil here, having three or four cups of coffee, and you know, doing what needs to be done. But this is a great time of the year. No doubt about it. I've got a, a fun little handicapper over here as well. Uh, my buddy John Cole in here from Virginia, so he'll join us in the segment in a little bit. Uh, let me uh, get your take on, as far as the handle goes on the play-in games uh, from. Uh, tonight and last night, did we have much of a handle as far as those games? And what about Arizona State and Nevada, knowing that the Wolfpack were involved right here in the state? I was on the right side as far as uh, that particular game because I, I took the Devils. But what type of handle do you get in these playing games? They've been really good, KT. Obviously, tonight, even better than they were last night because obviously on a Wednesday most people have gotten into town. They're here. The sports book's full. People have been in line, line, you know, lined up to sign up for the mobile app. We have the in-game going on these playing games. So a lot, of, a lot of action tonight. Action was pretty good last night, but tonight even better. All right. So real quick, Diceman, on a personal note, what's your final four, pal? Oh, my final four. So yeah. I'm going to go out of the east region. I'm taking Duke. In the Midwest, I am going to take Texas. In the West, I'm taking Yukon. Okay. In the West, I'm taking Yukon. In the South, I'm taking Alabama. Alabama plays Yukon in the final. Yukon wins it. Of course they do, because that's what a Connecticut boy would tell me. I love <laughs> it, great. baby. No, no heart involved there. I know I'm a little, little different. I've got one uh, bracket in. I'm gonna. Uh, throw another bracket. I know there's going to be upsets. I just, I always seem to pick the wrong ones. And then you look and sometimes I'll have some of those mid-majors go a couple rounds, but if they get knocked out in that first round, then you have these X's and whatever. So I went, look, it's not like I, I think Kansas is better than Texas, but I think they can get them if they're a hundred percent healthy, especially the way they got 
diced up pretty good without self there uh, on the bench in that game over there in Kansas City. Uh, so I do have Kansas coming out of that bracket only because UCLA is banged up. Now, Bonham may go and they need one of the big guys, but I, I could see, you know, UCLA, Gonzaga, that game's going to be fun if we get that game. I anticipate we have a good opportunity to get it, but not going to count out uh, TCU or Arizona State, whoever comes out of that game, uh, to give Gonzaga a run for their money if Grand Canyon can't. So it's going to be fun there. I'm not counting out Arkansas. Look, it's a good St. Mary's team, but they know Gonzaga's in that same bracket. They can't be liking that too much. Marquette, I'm sold on Marquette because I like Shaka Smart, but I like this team. I think there's enough there for Marquette, and it's not just that they won the Big East tournament, been following that team all year. We'll see if they have enough offense. A lot of times you get one of those uh, so-called mid-majors. The Big East not really a mid-major. It's been a, a major conference for years, although the teams have changed a bunch of them. Some are still there like Nova and uh and Georgetown but uh, you know a lot of those teams are are no longer uh in that Big East so it'll be interesting uh I do have Arizona I'm going to ride them I think Arizona is good enough to beat Bama and so I have Arizona knocking out Bama in the Elite Eight but you know they've got some work to do and they better not get tripped up along the way including against Princeton in that opening round and and we'll see what Marquette can can do they should take out Vermont but then they'll get probably Sparty or uh, potentially, you know, USC, Andy Enfield's team is okay, but I think Sparty uh, may uh, be able to get Southern Cal. Kansas State, interesting, with Jerome Tang over there in the East. His first year, of course, uh, with Scott Drew for 19 years and taking on a Montana State team with Danny Sprinkle, and uh, the Bobcats were there last year. So a uh, veteran team, a team that's got uh, some pedigree as well. Uh, Tennessee missing Ziegler, a bad loss as far as uh, losing your point guard. There's a couple other injuries, but Memphis really looked the part. I know Houston was banged up, and it'll be key to see if Marcus Sasser can be himself. Uh, anytime you tweak a groin, you just never know. you got to see uh, that first game back, if he can actually give it a go. But uh, give me an upset or two from uh, the Dice Man. Wow, you know, I think you hit on the Tennessee team. Anytime I can go against Rick Barnes, I'm happy to do it. I love the Raging Cajuns, getting 11 and a half, getting 12. I think that's a play. I'm not even. I'm not going to get crazy and say sprinkle on the money line, but you and I both know the 413 is kind of the new 512 because if you look at these 512s, the lines are so tight now because everyone just picks these 12. So the 13-4 has kind of become that new thing. So I like the Raging Cajuns. To keep it really close against Tennessee and maybe even pull the upset. And, and sticking in the East, it's funny that you mentioned Memphis. Memphis is actually a really big liability for us to win that East region. I think people think if they can get by that FAU team, their athleticism and the way they press and all the things they do can give Purdue a lot of trouble in that second game. But they still got to get by FAU, so we shall see. Um not that it's an upset, but I think a team who's not on the top four or five lines that can make a little bit of a run is in the South because I think the South is kind of open. I think Creighton meets Arizona in the Elite Eight. I'm with you. I think Arizona probably wins the game, but I think Creighton can make a move. I'm not a fan of Baylor at three, so I like Creighton to maybe make a little bit of a run in this tournament. Yeah, and that'll be fun. Kalkbrenner and Zabella. Balo is that 1A guy that kind of helps out, and sometimes they can throw them both in there. The problem with Arizona as far as down the stretch of a game is I almost want to get Balo out of the game because he can't shoot free throws. He's under 60%. Anytime I have a guy uh, you know, that's under 60%, it makes me cringe, and, and I had to hold on for dear life. I had Arizona to beat UCLA in the uh, Pac-12 tournament, but you've got some injuries. I mean, Memphis, if they don't lose Keontae Kennedy with that hand injury, that's another key cog that – 
uh, they've had. But Tennessee, of course, losing Ziegler. Uh, Texas, Timmy Allen, you know, uh, banged up a little bit. We're hoping Bonner uh, can go for uh, UCLA. We know Jalen Clark is out. Uh, Vanderplass out for Virginia, good solid role player. player. Uh, Federico missed last night the play-in game for Pitt against Mississippi State. Uh, Kentucky, again, Wheeler, how, how, how well is that ankle going to be? And then Omie for uh, Miami. Uh, this guy is big time. The transfer from Arkansas State gets 14 points, 10 boards a game, and 1.3 blocks per game in 30 minutes. So they need him if Miami's going to have a chance to stay alive after the first round because it won't be easy for the Hurricanes. They've got a tough tilt as well. Uh, going to welcome in a good buddy of mine, John Cole. John has BCCS Sports. Uh, dot com and of course it's a handicapping firm he's in from virginia he's a good southern gentleman i'm telling you art dice you love this guy arthur de caesar john cole john some questions for art art my biggest thing is uh what what's the most line movement you guys are seeing there over at the westgate oh there's no question about it it's the boise state northwestern game seven ten matchup we open boise as a slight one point favorite We've now moved to Northwestern minus one and a half. Wow. Okay. Stuff there. Okay. So uh, UCLA gets NC Asheville. Not going to take them lightly. But again, you know, Jaime Hockey is going to have to play better down the stretch and avoid the double team. And Tiger Campbell also going to have to hit those open shots when he's got an opportunity. The Mountain West not showing well again tonight, Dice Man, as they get ripped big time. ASU just pummels Nevada. Uh, Missouri is taking on Utah State, and I know Utah State is getting money, and I know Odom pulled off the only 16 over the one back in his days with UMBC, the Retrievers, taking out Virginia. Now he's the guy up there in Logan coaching that Utah State team, taking on a Mizzou team, and Dennis Gates has done a hell of a job with the Tigers. What's your take on this game? Man, it is hard to back the Mountain West ever. And even look at in the NIT New Mexico getting blown out. I mean, it's just the Mountain West hasn't won a game since 2018. Obviously, the showing tonight wasn't great. A lot of people have been on Charleston against San Diego State. I mean, until the Mountain West can win a game, I think you just blindly take Missouri. You blindly go against these Mountain West teams. I just understand why that is happening, and you've seen that, too, with the trends of people betting against these Mountain West teams. Go ahead, John. Hey, Two more questions, just out of curiosity, kind of where you guys are at and what kind of action you're seeing. How's this Kent State-Indiana game shaping up for you guys? That Kent State-Indiana game is interesting. It's kind of in the mode, as I talked about, these 413s are kind of the new 512s. We took sharp money on Kent State, and then the public is going to be on Indiana. There's no surprise there not been a crazy amount of line movement but these are also games where we see in the 11 12 and 13s where obviously all the people come in and take shots on the money line so a lot of shots with the kent state money line as well gotcha and then uh the line seems to be trending more towards saint mary's is are you guys seeing a lot of action on that as people look as like they're fading vcu yeah, you know, I I think it's kind of for us. You know, I can only speak to what's going on here at the Superbook, but we've kind of seen pretty good split action on that game. I mean, obviously the West Coast, we're going to get the St. Mary's people, you know, and the people who kind of follow that conference. But VCU has been a trendy underdog team as well. Obviously that's a 5-12 matchup. They've been very trendy on the money line at plus 165. So we've seen both sides of the coin on that game. 
Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm the only one I know that's on St. Mary's. Everybody else taking Baldwin and VCU, and we know that's a, a fun team, and they were great back in the shock of smart days as well. Uh, what about Rick Pitino against Connecticut there? How about uh, UConn, your boys, are minus 9.5. I, I think that's mostly your money that's being put on there. They're, you're just dumping your pay, paychecks in there to move the line. What the hell's going on over there? Listen, there are people who want to think Iona has a chance. <laughs> UConn is too. Now, I'll say this. Nobody needs to win a NCAA tournament game worse than Hurley. He needs to win this game. It's like, you know, you're in year four or five of UConn. You were in the tournament last year. You lose. You get upset in the first round. They have to come to play and win this game. Also, is Rick Patino one foot out the door looking at St. John's or somewhere else in the Big East to get his, you know, foot back into a big coaching spot? So I think Iona can hang in early, but I think UConn's size and athleticism, they run away with it in the second half. Yeah, just what Patino needs to be back in New York City, right? I mean, unreal, like uh, trying to uh, get the career rolling again after getting his butt kicked by that New Mexico team and Richard Patino. I don't know, man. Iona, I'll tell you what, if their big guy wasn't out, they'd, they'd have a, uh, a better chance of missing a big guy that was huge for them for about two-thirds of the year. Uh, but I like, you know, UConn, of course, losing in the Big East tournament as well. And then, you know, Creighton getting their lunch handed to them by Xavier. What about Xavier? Can they rebound coming off the embarrassing loss to Marquette? And I have Marquette going a long way in this tournament. Tell me what you think of those two Big East teams, Xavier and Marquette. Starting with Marquette, I think Marquette has a real solid shot to make a Final Four. I mean, the East is obviously open. Purdue is the one. I'm not a Purdue guy. I mean, I have Duke coming out as a five at that East. But even on the bottom half of that bracket, if you know Marquette can get all the way to an Elite Eight, they might face a Kentucky team. We know, obviously, with Kentucky can play their best. They can beat anyone. Who knows, though? I think they will take care of Providence in round one, and I think they're better than K-State if they get them. But I think Marquette and Shaka Smart have a chance to make an Elite Eight, make a Final Four, that type of run. I'm not a Xavier person. I just I, – I, I have not liked them. I, you know, I know there are people – you know, talk about regents. That was one in the Midwest. We took sharp money on them to come out as the regent winner at 10-1. to We're now at 8-1. to so we saw some money there as far as Xavier to come out of the Midwest region, but not a fan. I think ISU or Pitt could take them down in round two. They'll get past Kennesaw State, but, yeah, not a Xavier guy. There you go. Kennesaw State, though, catching a Baker's dozen against Xavier. I know a lot of people will be looking at the Owls to take care of business there. Last one, I got to see UC Santa Barbara in person over at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. And I enjoy A.J. Mitchell, man. That kid's a hell of a point guard. Look, I know the Big West not going to get any attention. They beat each other up during the season in Santa Barbara. Pasternak, you know, he's got some experience from his days in Tucson. Uh, your take, you see Santa Barbara going up against a Baylor team that couldn't figure out T.J. Otzelberger and Iowa State got swept three games by the Cyclones, but Baylor laying 10.5 to the Gauchos of UC Santa Barbara, and that line's come down a little bit. Where are you on that one, Art? It has, and the sharp money was on the Gauchos. Listen, Baylor's going to have the athletic advantage. We understand that. I think UC Santa Barbara is nice in this spot. Obviously, the number has come down a little bit, but you could still get 10.5. I think that's a good price. I'm also not a believer in Baylor. I just don't like what I've seen out of them all year. The injuries, the inconsistency. I would take a shot with the Gauchos. 
Yeah, no doubt. They miss uh, Meyer over there, Mayor from uh, they, they transferred to Illinois playing for Underwood. And, uh, yeah, that's a key cog that's been lost by Scott Drew. And, of course, Jerome Tang jamming over there to Kansas State. Going to be interesting. Real quick, your take on K-State. What are they sitting at now future-wise? K-State to win the whole thing? Yep. Let's see. K-State, let me get you the right number. Kansas State, 60-1, to 1, KT. All right, I got them at 125 to 1 earlier, so I got the better number over there at the Westgate Superbook. I played it earlier in the year. Dice Man, appreciate you at ArtDice21. Follow him on Twitter. He is Arthur DeCesar. He is Risk Management, Westgate Superbook Supervisor. Call for him when you go there at nighttime. He'll be there. He'll come out and meet you. Art, we'll talk to you next week, pal. KT, you're the best. There you go. Hour number one in the book, SportsX Radio. KT and John Cole coming back, 101.5 FM, KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app. We'll be right back live at Steiner's, live from Vegas. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill. Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. now. All right, KT Live, Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo, hour number two. John Cole stays with me. He's here in town hanging out with my boy Kenny Kelly. You can catch those guys probably around GVR, around Henderson. They may make it down the strip, but. Uh, he's coming in town, bccsports.com. You can check out. And we've got, of course, a promotional special. We'll get into that, and we'll have uh, – John's going to give out, I believe, five plays. We're going to get with him in just a sec. But I do want to update everybody that's in the Vegas Valley. First off, we welcome you to Vegas. There's a lot of you that come out and bet the tournament each and every year. There's a lot of you that this may be your first time. First deal, I'll tell you, I've been living here 23 years, been coming here for probably you know 40 years, and I will tell you this, do not – even chance it. I don't care if you park your car, you went somewhere, you had two, three drinks, and you're like, okay, I got to get back to the hotel and I'm good. Don't even risk it. It's not even worth it, right? We got Uber, we got Lyft, we got the best taxis, best limos, we got it all. So make sure you use our public transportation. It is outstanding and it will not cost you an arm and a leg. And it beats the heck out of coming out to Vegas and ending up, you know, getting arrested on a Friday and spending the whole weekend in jail till you're rained on Monday. Don't do it. All right, trust me. 
wisdom handed down from somebody that makes Vegas their home for a long, long time. I've seen it happen, and I've got friends it's happened to, and trust me, KT has made many mistakes back in his day. Uh, so I can tell you from experience, you do not want to make those mistakes. So that's first off. That's just a little tidbit there. Second of all, don't bet all your money on the first night and think, okay, I've dropped four in a row. Now that's it. I'm putting everything else on this last game. There's no way I lose five in a row. Because all of a sudden, after Thursday, you'll be sitting there with no money going like, all right, now i got to wire home or get this or get that. Trust me, you can do it. So space yourself out. Use your bankroll wisely. I had to learn the hard way. But guys like Chuck Edel and Bill Krakenberger and Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers, these guys are disciplined with their bankroll. They make good money. They've taught me. I'm older than several of them, but they taught me because I would make these mistakes of somebody that had that compulsion that just loves it and gets all amped up, and and I live for it. And now I understand after all these years being here and making the dumb mistakes. So just a, just a little bit of word to the wise, not talking down to you, just letting you know from uh, either my mistakes or indirectly through friends or family mistakes. So don't want to get caught uh, making dumb things happen here in Vegas. There's a reason that these sports books are there. There's a reason these casinos keep on getting built. They're not giving money away. You can have a good run, and if you win the money and you're disciplined, don't go get hammered and then blow it all on a slot machine or on a, a poker table or a blackjack table. Easily can be done. So just try and space yourself out and, and lay everything out. Write it down on paper. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. We're going to be here. We're going to be there. Look, things change on the fly, and things really change when you're drinking. And if you don't leave your keys in your hotel room, if you have a rental car or whatnot, next thing you know, your mind's going to be altered, and you can maybe do something that you ordinarily wouldn't do because you're not thinking the same after you've had a few pops or a couple shots, right? So just take it from KT as far as that goes. Preventative Diagnostic Center, another thing that's big on my show. If you fall demographically between the ages of 40 and 72, whether you're in town visiting or not, you can give a call, you can make an appointment, and come back to Vegas if they have something open and you're staying here through you know, early part of next week or maybe even longer, then maybe you can get down there and see Dr. John Pierce and his group. Why? Because we've got the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease, lung disease, detects cancer, all this great stuff. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. You get a free educational consultation. Let them know Ken Thompson SportsX Radio sent you. 702, you know that area code from Vegas, 534-7900. So if you're just driving around, you don't have a pen, 534-7900, 534-7900, pdcenterlv.com. Go check it out, Preventative Diagnostic Center. They've got the heart CT scan and calcium special. It rolls on, $125 for a $600 value. Your significant other, absolutely free. The two of you, total $125, $1,200 value. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health telling you folks comfortable scan only takes a few minutes a few days later you get a detailed report from a board certified radiologist it is great to have that information dr john pierce and his company they do a great job and they're now here in the fourth year in the vegas valley and kt is proud to have them as a sponsor 534-7900 john cole it is great to have you in town now demographically you don't fall in there yet or you're getting close you're right i think you're going to be the big 4-0 this year I actually just turned 40. You did? Yeah, last month. Big All right, four so, so when you come back uh, sometime later in the year, I'm going to get you down there. So we're going to make sure that you don't ever get blindsided by the Widowmaker. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. <laughs> I got you. I, and I've had, I've had friends that did. I had uh, Jake Weary, who's only, uh, he was in his late, he was 48 years old, and he had a massive heart attack. They oh, got him wow. to the hospital and had the balloon stint put in there in 25 minutes. They said if it was 45 minutes, he'd be dead. 
Wow. So you just never know, never right? Know, and that's why they call it the Widowmaker because that artery pops and bursts, and next thing you know, you're blindsided, and that's it. It's all over. And ladies, as you know, ladies that are listening, and guys, you're listening for your wives or your sisters or, or even daughters, trust me, heart disease is the number one killer of women in the United States by far over all the cancers combined. Trust me. So please, check it out. Preventative Diagnostic Center, 534-7900. All right, John Cole, we talked uh, on Friday or Thursday games. We're going to get into some of the Friday games, but let's go back and review uh, tonight. Pretty impressive uh, job by Bobby Hurley and now his brother Danny, although he likes to go by Dan Hurley. Uh, Bob, of course, uh, Bobby's dad, St. Anthony's big-time high school basketball coach for years and years. So Bobby gets the monkey off his back, gets the win, his third time in the play-in game as coach for Arizona State. But he gets the W, 98-73 over Nevada tonight. Uh, 84-61, very impressive outside shooting from Fairleigh Dickinson, giving away a lot of height. Texas Southern, just like Mississippi State last night, Mississippi State, the worst three-point shooting team in the uh, field of 68, the third worst shooting three-point team, Texas Southern. And it doesn't matter sometimes because you cannot keep exchanging twos for threes. If the other team's shooting it well and they're a good three-point shooting team, you got to get out there. Absolutely. But some of these teams just do not play good perimeter defense. Yeah, I mean, Fairleigh Dickinson, that game was over quick, wasn't it? I mean, it was like 15-2. But if you're Miramac, how upset are you? Because Miramac should have been in that game if it wasn't for that stupid rule. And they're a better team. You know, again, I don't think they're going to knock off a one, but – Fairleigh Dickinson was in control the whole night, and Bobby Hurley, ex-Dukey, so I was happy to see him get the win. Uh, so Arizona State, they could be dangerous. They're a live dog against TCU. All right, update the uh, two NIT games still going. It is Oregon leading at the half at Matthew Nutt Arena in Eugene, 35-22, uh, minus 5.5 for the Ducks, 145.5. And, a half. and uh, I guess, no, they're all over. Everything else is over because Utah Valley State did finish off New Mexico at the pit, 83-69. to So the wow. Mountain West not showing well again. So just that Oregon game left to go. So we'll keep an eye there. Uh, move on down. Or, in fact, let me give you the uh, – I, I think I gave you all the finals from the NIT, but 69-64, Oklahoma State a win but not a cover at Youngstown State. They were the, uh, uh, the lower seed uh, Oklahoma State was. They were the one seed on that side of the bracket, but Youngstown State covers by the half point. 69-53, North Texas. They win by 16, laying 17. You kidding me? That's why I don't do that. Still stayed under the 124.5, hit 122. Sam Houston State wins at Santa Clara. That's very impressive there because the Broncos, I thought, were a much better team, and they got a lot of money. That line went up, closed at 4.5. Game stays under the 144. Uh, all Central Florida, 67-49. We know Castleton is out for Florida, but uh, they've adjusted without him. They played Mississippi State tooth and nail in the SEC tournament, lost by a point in OT, but they get their lunch handed to him by Central Florida, the boys from Orlando. And then Cincinnati pulls away at the end against Virginia Tech, and I had the five and a half, as did John, and uh, we lost on that game. Thought they'd win the game outright, potentially, but right there, down by two inside of a minute and lose by nine. Those are the ones that hurt sometimes. And then Moorhead State with the stunner upsetting Clemson. They were down eight early, but they win it 68-64 at Little John. 15-and-a-half point dogs. Nice little money line there on Moorhead State. So tomorrow we get rolling with College of Charleston, San Diego State. Uh, right now, San Diego State minus five, 141-and-a-half. Virginia minus five-and-a-half, 132 uh, against Furman. Tennessee minus 12, 136-and-a-half against UL Lafayette's Raging Cajun. And Oral Roberts against Duke. Uh, Duke minus six, total of 146. In uh, Those games, by the way, they're in Orlando. In Alabama, uh, in Birmingham, we've got 
got AM Corpus Christi, the Islanders, who got the win in the playing game last night against Alabama. Bama minus 24, 155 and a half. Remember, uh, AM Corpus Christi, they are down uh, one of their players. Uh, the starting point guard, Terion Murdix, is out with a knee injury. He scored 14 points, five boards, six assists a game, played 28 minutes, and was an 82% free throw shooter. They liked him having the ball down the stretch. But they have another point guard uh, who played 34 minutes. See if Alabama doesn't pressure him uh, sometime early in that game to see. Uh, West Virginia, Mark and I both like West Virginia. Huggies boys, minus two, 137.5 against Maryland. Houston, minus 18.5 against Northern Kentucky. Did not have an update on Sasser, whether or not he's going to go in that game with the groin injury. And then Auburn and Iowa. Auburn staying steady now as a one-point favorite, 151.5 against Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa Hawkeyes. And then the last four, it's Penn State, Texas A&M. I think that'll be a dynamite game. A&M down to 2.5 at the Superbook. Three everywhere else in Vegas, but 2.5 so somebody put some money on Mark Hoke's Penn State Nittany Lions, probably Hoke himself. 134.5, your total. Colgate's in Texas. Uh, play Texas. They're getting 13.5. Uh, 150 is your total there. Howard taking on Kansas and the, uh, the Bison catching 22 from the Jayhawks. Don't know if Coach Self will be there as far as on the uh, bench. And then Arkansas with Musselman going up against Underwood. Good matchup of young coaches. Uh, Arkansas minus two total 144 i'm sorry and then we had uh, four more that's only 12 of them missouri is catching now one and a half from utah state 155 and a half with the uh, demise of the uh, mountain west we'll see if that number doesn't go back towards the sec missouri tigers arizona playing the princeton tigers and the wildcats favored 14 and a half 154 northwestern and boise state northwestern now minus one and a half 127 and a half boise state opening a one-point favorite arthur de telling you that and then nc asheville and ucla bruins of ucla minus 17 and a half total 136 any surprises as far as those lines for you john cole i think the biggest surprise for me is that uh you know, Colgate seems to be getting some money because that opened up, uh, or it got to 14.5, opened up 13, got to 14.5. Now you've seen it slide back down. So uh, that one catches me off guard just a little bit. Uh, and then UL Lafayette, I'm just still shocked they're getting that me that people believe in Tennessee that much. Open 10.5, it's up to 12 at the Westgate, 11.5 everywhere else. I just, that line baffles me, KT. All right, there you go. And Marlon, a veteran coach as well for the Raging Cajuns. If you like UL Lafayette, that's important. Get that extra half point right now, plus 12 against the Tennessee Volunteers, against Ziegler, their point guard, who played most of the year, has been out now for a couple games, but he is out for the rest of the season. We'll move on down and uh, get to a bunch of the Friday games. But, John, a little bit as far as the NIT games. I know uh, we've got NIT action that will be here in Vegas as we move through the tournament. But home court advantage is different, uh, especially for some of those mid-major teams that, you know, maybe won their conference but didn't win their conference tournament and uh, have a crack at getting a home game. A lot of times those those crowds will get out. If the students are there, as long as they can avoid spring break with the students, you know, they could be in for a, a great home court advantage. And I know you look to take advantage of some of these NIT games as well. Yeah, the NIT is just hard, right? Because you you got to predict the mentality, how motivated are they? You know, we saw what happened to Clemson tonight. Uh, you know, everybody talks about the wins as a handicapper, but I probably talk more about the losses because integrity is important. And Virginia Tech not covering. I actually bought the half point to plus six. That was kind of disappointing. Uh, but you you see a lot of these NIT teams that you like you said, home court's important. I think as the tournament gets on goes on those higher ranking teams will will 
elevate more. And I really like Vanderbilt to win this whole thing, KT. All right, and Vandy uh, looking sharp with Jerry Stackhouse's boys playing a good, solid home game last night. CBI tournament, uh, there are 16 teams, and that gets underway on Saturday. Uh, so you got games Saturday and Sunday. Now, all of those games are in Daytona Beach. So don't think that there's a home court advantage there because first thing I saw, Eastern Kentucky minus one, and I'm like, I'm on the Colonels. And then I remembered, wait, it's in Daytona Beach. So the CBI tournament at the Ocean Center in Daytona. And uh, I will get to uh, some of those lines before those games tip out. Uh, tip off, I should say, Saturday and Sunday. But we've got some really solid action coming up tomorrow and on Friday. We're going to get to Friday's action in the next segment. But let's stay now uh, with uh, some of these games coming up tomorrow, John, because I want to pick your brain. Some of the games we didn't get to elaborate on too much. We talked a little Oral Roberts-Duke. I know you're looking at the dog there. I know you like the Raging Cajuns. Uh, You're on College at Charleston, so you're playing a lot of dogs in the games in Orlando. Uh, Furman now catching five and a half from Virginia. Alabama, 24 against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I'll tell you, if they had both point guards, if Murdoch's was still there, I may take a shot at the Islanders. It's a team that plays uh, good, solid ball, and, and, and Lutz, a very solid coach, knows what he's doing there. Uh, Bama minus 24, 155 and a half. Look, they're happy winning by 20, right, or 17, yeah. 18. I, I could only look at the dog there. Not that I don't think Bama has the capability to beat them by 35, but I think they're going to save something for that next game that they're going to be involved in. Yeah, KT. I mean, I'm never going to lay 24, right? Uh, but Texas A&M, Corporate Christie, I agree with you. If you got to bet the game, right? If you're one of those people that you got to bet every game on the board because you're an action junkie, then yeah, you got to take Corpus Christi. That's 24 is a lot. I'm not going to bet it. I have no interest. I think one of the biggest things, KT, and I, when you were talking about uh, money management and all that, and I want to touch on that later, this thing about this Corporate Christie, Alabama, if you have rules and you always follow your rules, you, you get a lot of the minutiae out of the way, and you can really hone in on your handicap. And so a lot of times these 16 seeds getting 20-plus points, I just scrap those to the side. And just that's games I don't have to worry about because there's a whole lot better choices on the board. There it is. Great stuff from John Cole. A little bit of wisdom there, a little advice from a younger man than KT, no doubt. But I love to see the young and up-and-coming handicappers that have their own style uh, that – are honest and integrous and uh, and they're there for you, you know, because there's been many uh, companies throughout the years. And, you know, like I said, moved here in 2000, Andy Isco here way before me. And, you know, he's seen some of the shysters that rolled in and out of town. Now it's not all Vegas. You can find shysters all over the country. But at the end of the day, if you find good, solid people that are making you money, and then you've got an opportunity because John Cole and BCCS Sports, they are giving you an opportunity uh, to get involved and they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're going to give you uh, an opportunity to get involved for a a minuscule uh, cost and then if they don't deliver, they're going to give you the rest of a season for free. doesn't mean you have to play all the games. Look, I'm not a guy that's going to play baseball every single day. Now I've got buddies that work with John Cole, including Kenny Kelly who's an outstanding baseball handicapper. A couple other guys I know that handicap baseball, and look, I give him credit because I can't handicap a sport like that, 162 games. Now, I'll pick and choose my spots, and, and it's great for me weekly staying in touch with Mark Lawrence and Arthur DeCesar and Andy Isco and guys like that that you know stay on top of this stuff with me. Uh, so I'll pick and choose my sport uh, spots. And, of course, having Wayne Krivsky, former Major League General Manager, coming on the show on Thursdays throughout the season is going to be a lot of fun as well. John Cole, real quick before we go to break, the uh, West Virginia-Maryland game, that's going to start everything off at 9.15 a.m. 
West Coast time tomorrow, John, and you're a Virginia boy. Are you going to be ready? Are you going to be up and raring for that game? Look, I'll be I'll be at the gym over there at the Green Valley Ranch at 5 a.m. so I can get my two-and-a-half-hour workout in, and then I'll grab my coffee and I'll meet Kenny downstairs and on to the South Point we'll go. I'll be there. There you go. Good stuff, man. You're going to like it. You're going to like Next thing I know it's going to be John's like, KT, I need, uh, I need your buddy Stan Hicks, that realtor guy, or Nelson Santiago. i got a couple buddies that are outstanding realtors. Uh, help you get a place out here because you're going to just love the time difference. Like you said, I can't wait to be out there for a Sunday and Monday night football game so I don't have to go to bed at midnight or 1 in the morning and try to get up for work. Yeah. I end up being the greatest husband in the world if I could ever have football done at 8 o'clock on a Sunday night. I'm telling <laughs> There it is. It's what it's all about. Uh, We will come back. We're going to uh, get into a couple other games on Thursday, but then we're going to pick apart the Friday card. Let me real quick, before I go to this break, just go to the Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard and just update. Uh, Warriors and Clippers. Clippers now up by 10 with 8-10 to go. Fourth quarter in L.A., 111-101, minus 3.5, your total. Keep an eye on that one. Everything else in the association is final. Heat rolled over the Grizzlies, 138-119. If you missed it, John Morant suspended an additional eight games by the NBA. Uh, Heat minus four, get the cover. Easy over 219 and a half. Game hits 257. Sixers 118-109. They win in Cleveland. Outstanding effort by Embiid and the Sixers. They beat Cleveland. Game gets over the 222. Rockets beat the Lakers. That's always good for KT. Anytime the Lakers lose, I love it. Uh, Lakers minus two and a half. Lose to H-Town, who got back-to-back big wins now. Upset wins. They beat the Celtics the other night. They beat the Lakers tonight. Uh, 233 and a half. Game stays under. T-Wolves and the Celtics from Minnesota. And Boston wins that game. Minus four, but only win by two. 104-102. Game stays well under. Uh, Kings beat the Bulls in Chicago, 117 to 114. How about minus one and a half? Sacktown getting the cover on the road. Game still stays under the total. And the Mavs win in San Antonio, minus four, win it by nine. Game flies over to 226. On the ice, games rolling right now, eight to four. Minnesota doubling up on St. Louis. Had a Donnie Brook before. It was great. The goalies were going at it. Was watching Flurry, Mark Andre Flurry out there throwing punches. Meanwhile, the Islanders rolling in Orange County. 4.30 left in regulation. They lead the Ducks 6-2. to two. Other two games saw Washington edge past Buffalo 5-4 and Colorado beat Toronto by a score of 2-1. to one. That a look at the Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. It is Ken Thompson coming back with John Cole. Mark Hoke running the show. Mark Hoke show 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sunday mornings, the best of professional wrestling. We are 101.5 FM KDWN streaming live worldwide on that Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Live from Vegas, live at Steiner's Pub. Folks, hit one of those three Steiner's Pubs for game day. Remember, 24 hours, 24-hour menu. Doesn't get any better than that. You got the other gaming, drinks, whatever. Set it up. Enjoy yourself at one of the three Steiner's Pub locations. KT, always on Wednesday night, 1750 North Buffalo, 8410 West Cheyenne in their 25th year. They are the original and 8168 Las Vegas Boulevard South right there at Windmill. Rocking and rolling, three Steiner's Pubs. And my buddy John Cole came in here and he says, I love this place. My brother would be living here. I mean, it is a great place. It is a great establishment, and the service is stupendous. We are live from Vegas. We'll be right back. Keep it right here on 101.5 FM KDWN. Great stuff. We're rocking and rolling. Getting a little picture in here. Dan, my main man from Odyssey, making it down here, taking care of business. And we had him working overtime, taking a picture of me, John Cole, my good pal, Kenny Kelly, as we rock and roll at Steiner's Pub. 
101.5 FM KDWN streaming live worldwide on the Odyssey app. If you haven't downloaded it, come on, get with it. Are you kidding me? A-U-D-A-C-Y. But again, we know there's a lot of people in town. They're going to be here throughout at least this first weekend. Everything gets rolling tomorrow morning. Looking forward to it. Hold on, let me adjust my headset here and we'll get rolling through the uh, last couple segments here on SportsX Radio. Just bear with me, folks. Had to put the specs on, too. All right, now we're there. I had to get the uh, headset off and the glasses. I have them. You know, Christina, of course, my great wife, she's got me the little band that hooks around the back, and she got me that because I always lose my glasses. So she makes sure that they stay around my neck. But then when I'm doing that and I want to get a... I wanted to get the glasses off for the picture, and so then trying to coordinate myself and get the picture uh, out of the way and, of course, get the glasses back on and the headset back on. John Cole, uh, only you got to see that embarrassing situation, so uh, too bad you couldn't tweet that out to the rest of the world because they would have enjoyed that. Uh, we but need it is, a telestrator this, with John Madden drawing that up and trying go. to get that back on. That would have been perfect. There you go. That's, that's good stuff. I wouldn't be able to. Of course, yeah, the, the way that I draw, that's probably about the, the best I could do there. Boom. But, hey, so Steiner's Pub, your first time here, and you love said it. your brother would love this place. But imagine this place, a 24-hour establishment. Like, you don't have that in Virginia. You, you just don't have this. It's not legal to do there. But what a great what a great setup here. And our buddy Rudy stopping in here. But this is one of those great watering holes. This is a Wednesday night, and this place has been packed you know, since I got here, and I got here early tonight, I got here at 5 o'clock. There you go. Marc-Andre Fleury was throwing down with St. Louis with their goalie as well. That was a lot of fun to watch the two goalies. You know it's a true Donnybrook when the goalies are throwing down, and I uh, always enjoy that. But what a great establishment to hang out and watch all the games. I mean, there's a Steiner's real close to uh, Green Valley Ranch. It's not far, so another one with the great food. But what a setup. You can watch, you know, all four games at the same time that are going on. Uh, this place is absolutely incredible. My younger brother, Porkchop, who does an amazing job running the podcast, keeping me on script, he uh, he would love this place, man. He's a big Irish pub guy. Steiner's, hats off to you guys. Y'all do a great job here. There you go. And, of course, Nevada-style pub, and Roger Sachs does an incredible job, and the staff is outstanding. And, of course, Jet, he is the uh, main go-to guy uh, as far as uh, running the show, waiting tables to make sure that serv- service is stupendous. All right, we're rocking and rolling now. Let me get into uh, just one or two more Thursday games that we didn't cover in detail yesterday uh, as we went through a bunch of them. And, John, looking at a bunch of dogs tomorrow, and I can't disagree, Mark Lawrence, same way, and his database, of course, is huge. Update uh, 48-39, Oregon leads Irvine, 13-56 to go. Second half, Matthew Knight Arena. So right there, because remember the spread closed at Oregon, minus 5.5. Total 145.5 right now. Uh, We'll see how that game pans out, but we gave you all the other finals from earlier. So as we move on down as far as uh, tomorrow, Houston, you just wonder what's going on with Sasser. They're 18.5-point favorites against Northern Kentucky. Their defense should stymie the the Norse, but the Norse is one of those teams. They've got some shooters, and they've got some shooters that can knock it down from, you know, 26, 27 feet uh, well behind the arc. So if they're able to knock some of the shots down like ASU did out of the gate today, even though Nevada countered, you know, it's just interesting because we don't know how hard Houston will push, knowing that even if Sasser does play, it's a groin injury, so you want to make sure he's around for the weekend. Yeah, to me, I don't think they should play Sass or KT. But, you know, this was up to got up to 19-and-a-half last night when we were on the air, and it's came down to 18. I was hoping it would maybe go the other way, 21. So I'm just not interested. If Kentucky, if Northern Kentucky was 21, 21-and-a-half, I would like them to cover. 
uh, kind of like East Carolina covered that big 22 number against Houston, but this one's just a no play for me. Now, and the last one, Illinois, Arkansas. Are we, we're bumping heads on this. I got Musselman and you got Underwood? No, no, I got Musselman. Oh, you do? I okay, got Musselman money line minus thirty. I actually have a ticket on that. Yeah, that's. I, I think I did the same thing. I think I laid a dollar twenty-five or thirty. I think probably dollar thirty as well because you hate to. I mean, you're up by you know four at the end, and if Illinois throws in a two or a three, and all of a sudden you either push or you lose, those are the ones that Makes I think about. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. You know, laying a little extra money there, especially in that type of uh, contest. But I like Arkansas. Uh, look, Musselman's. A good, solid coach. Now, I didn't like the way he coached in the SEC tournament I that second game. They had a nice lead at the half on A&M by 12, and they ended up just playing a dismal second half. So that team, uh, their shooting's very inconsistent, no question. But I, I like him as a coach, but, again, he's not playing the game. So they're going to need those guys that struggled to put up just over 20 points in the second half against A&M to really be focused for 40 minutes because that's what it's all about. you got to be focused 40 minutes at least, sometimes longer than that, but at least 40 minutes and, you know, we'll wait and see how things pan out. But I'm going to go with Arkansas as well. Yeah, I think the contrast in styles, you talked about Texas A&M stifling them, but that's a Buzz Williams team. And Buzz Williams is a defensive-minded coach. Illinois can't bring that kind of heat on the defensive end. I like Arkansas. There you go. Tough. My buddy C. Wynn. C. Wynn stopping in earlier tonight at Steiner's Pub, and he goes, ha, awesome. His brother's nickname is Porkchop. He goes, that's outstanding stuff, Grinchy. All right, let's move on to Friday's games. We'll get some of these games in now, and uh, let's move on down for Friday. Vermont and Marquette. Look, we know John Becker's an outstanding coach there for Vermont. And, you know, it's a solid Catamount team. And they're a team that they expect to get to the NCAA tournament. It's almost like a tradition there. And year in, year out, they are a team that really does some damage as far as, you know, hanging in there with some of the big boys. And they're always respectable. Look, this team's got a few players, a few shooters. And if you sleep on them, you know, they're good enough to beat you. So you got to play your A game. And Marquette can ill afford to have a letdown coming out of, you know, winning the Big East tournament. Sometimes you are you think you're better than you are because you just won your conference tournament. But, look, that took a lot out of them. I mean, know they had some easier games than uh, they thought they might, including in the final against Xavier. But you better be refocused. That's where Shaka Smart comes in. I think he's good enough to get them focused because he's been there, done that with VCU, struggled there at Texas. But I think Marquette is a, a program that really fits his style, and the fan base loves him. Where are you on this game? Marquette minus 11, 144 and a half. Well, uh, Vermont comes in 23 and 10, 19, 12 and 1 against the spread. Marquette 28 and 6, 21, 12 and 1 ATS. But Vermont, uh, 2 and 7, their last nine neutral site games. But Marquette, on the contrary, 0 and 4 ATS, their last four NCAA tournament games. But with that being said, I think Shaka turns it around. If you want to play the Commodores, uh, I think first half is the way to go. I think Vermont hangs in there the first half. But I really think Shaka and them get it going the second half and pull this thing away. They're averaging about nine more points a game. Marquette, 81 points a game, KT. Good for 17th best in the nation. Uh, I think they stretch it out late against the Commodores. All right, it's going to be a lot of fun watching that game for sure. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, all of these. As I look at the the brackets, I I really think they did a good job. There are so many interesting games this year. And, of course, we talk about parity almost every year, but it even seems more so uh, at this juncture. Drake in Miami of Florida. Miami, I mean, right now you're hoping – 
You're hoping Omie uh, plays Norshad Omie again, a guy that 14 points, 10 boards a game, 1.3 blocks, 30 minutes a game. Now he's been stretching and shooting threes, but Jim Laranaga says that doesn't mean he's playing. That's a Friday game. He says he'll know tomorrow when he talks to the trainer where uh, Omie is. Uh, this is this is key. It's an ankle injury. But if he doesn't go, Miami could be in a lot of trouble because they need his rebounding big time. They need his presence inside. He alters shots. And uh, Drake's one of those teams. Boy, they start hanging around. That is a team. You saw the shooting tonight from ASU and even Nevada combined outside shooting and Fairleigh Dickinson shot it well outside. But that Drake team can flat out shoot the rock. Look, me and you were talking about earlier, the three has changed the whole tournament, shooting the three-point. And Drake can do that better than anybody. Uh, look, they're seven and zero on a neutral floor this year. Twenty-seven and seven. Miami twenty-five and seven. Miami does average four points more per game. Best good for twenty-fourth in the nation, but they give up seven points more a game. Look, this is going to be one of the better games of the first two days. I think it comes down to the last two minutes. Uh, I'm not going to bet it. I, I would like Drake in a teaser though. I think that's a good spot to tease with Drake. Uh, but as far as straight up, no play for me here. A lot of people are on Indiana, not only to knock off Kent State, but to win that part of their, I mean, to win their uh, their region there. Look, an Indiana team that has look any, looked anything but consistent over the last month, they still, you know, sit at 22 and 11, but they better watch themselves against Kent State. Now, I don't like, you know, taking the uh, the Golden Flash out of, out of the uh, the Mid American Conference plus only four, and I know the line's down from five and a half where it opened, uh, opened five a bunch of places, but sitting currently at the Westgate Superbook at minus four, Indiana one forty and a half. Kent State good enough to uh, knock off Indiana, you think? And would you take the points? A- absolutely. Actually, I had it four and a half and bought the hook to five. Uh, Kent State 4-0, uh, their last four on a neutral site. They average at one point more per game, give up three less than Indiana. I get it, KT. Trace Jackson Davis, he's a monster for Indiana. 20.8 points per game, 10.9 rebounds per game. He's a top 10 pick in the draft. I get all that. But Kent State 28-6, and 21-10-1 against the spread. Like I said, 4-0 on a neutral floor. And I love what they do with Sincere Carey, averaging 17.6 per game, and Malik Jacobs bringing in 13 i think the flashes pull the upset i I really do i I like the flashes to pull the upset and if indiana was even to get past them i think drake or miami takes them out the next game all right i know you're on vcu over st mary st mary sitting as a four-point favorite 123 your total there iona's catching nine and a half from uconn 141 any chance patino's guys are going to be able to keep that inside of 10 I'd like to think so, but UConn's so dangerous, right? I mean, I think UConn is, is a live play to get to the Final Four. I think I'm just going to stay away from this one. Uh, Iona's going to have to hit shots. They're going to have to. I know they can rebound with Connecticut, but their shooting is what I question. All right, and we'll, of course, update a lot of these games tomorrow. Andy Isco, uh, I don't know if AI will make it into studio. I'm hoping he does, but if he doesn't, uh, I'll have him on part of the show uh, I'll just be reviewing the games, and there'll be games going when the show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. I'll be back at the Panache, Boyle, Ravaputi, PSBR Law Studios. Mark Hoke will be producing, so we'll be keeping track on the games. Uh, real quick before we go to break, USC, Michigan State. Look, this is going to be a good game. Enfield's got a decent squad. I know they're a little bit banged up. Michigan State, you know, they too got taken out by Ohio State, uh, you know, like Iowa did. So what about it? 
Michigan State minus two, 137 and a half. Yeah, not your typical Tom Izzo team for sure, but I, I'm going to roll with Michigan State here, money line minus 125. They're 10-3 ATS, their last 13 following a straight-up loss. I think that early exit gives Izzo a little bit of extra practice time, and he'll have them right for the first game. Now, I don't think they go any further than that, but I do like them to get past USC in the nail-biter. Now, here's the thing. Fairly Dickinson, they're going to play the number one seed, Purdue. Purdue's minus 23-145. Look, Fairleigh Dickinson, they got that win tonight as they they rolled over Texas Southern. Uh, They shot the three ball big time. This is where that height is really going to hurt them. This is where, you know, if Purdue just dumps it in to Zach Eady, I think the whole team will foul out eventually for FDU. But I know it's 23. Look, Matt Painter knows he'll have more work to do on Sunday, uh, you know, and doesn't want to let the – uh, Knights hang in there with that three-point shooting. I mean, if they can shoot anything like they did, and these kids have range as well. You saw a bunch of those shots, you know, two, three, four feet behind that three-point arc, and that's what will keep you in the game. If you've got range like that and you're able to knock them down, now for Fairleigh Dickinson, if they shoot them and they're not making them early, they can be blown out early because they're going to probably get one and done on most of their possessions. And, again, Purdue, when Gillis is shooting well, that team is Absolutely. real dangerous, right? Absolutely. If he's shooting, if he's stroking it, Purdue's in good shape. Look, I think Fairleigh Dickinson can maybe hang around the first half because of the guard play. Like I told you last night, I'm not a fan of Purdue's guard play. Edie's a monster. But, again, 24 and a half, 23, whatever number you get out there, the two biggest things with gambling outside of picking winners is philosophy and discipline. And discipline tells me, hey, I'm not going to get involved in a tournament game. Um against a really good team like Purdue. Now, a couple of years ago, yeah, UVA, an offensively challenged team, I'll take the points, but this is just a no play for me. But you're right, if Fairleigh Dickinson can hit shots, maybe they hang around for a half or halfway through the second half. All right, last one, we'll duck in real quick. Uh, Florida Atlantic and Memphis. Memphis now a one-and-a-half-point one favorite. 153 is your total. What about Memphis coming off uh, winning the American Athletic? Of course, Sasser down there for Houston. But nonetheless, Penny Hardaway's got an outstanding squad. And, again, he's missing Keontae Kennedy, who's been out, you know, since uh, February with that hand in- injury. Uh, that was another key loss. But this team is solid. Uh, in fact, Kennedy got hurt in that game on February 19th against Houston, the last regular season game against Houston. But what's your take on this one? Uh, again, a Memphis team that's very athletic and a Florida Atlantic team that when they're playing their A game, they are good enough. And they had to uh, hold off a very hot UAB team. And they pulled away and uh, did a number on the Blazers. Look, I think this, again, with Drake Miami, this could be the best game of the, of the first round. Florida Atlantic 31-3, and 21-10-1 ATS, 3-0 and on a neutral floor. Memphis 26-8, and 500 ATS, but 6-1 and one on a neutral floor. Uh, Memphis 4 and 1 against the spread their last 5 overall 5 and 1 ATS their last 6 on a neutral man this one's a coin flip I I'm I'm not going to have anything on it but I'm going to love watching it cuz I think this thing's going to be a war KT all right, uh, real quick, I just want to duck in a couple things uh, injury-wise. Gave you a few of them. Keep an eye on uh, Kevin McCullough for Kansas. Uh, he uh, should be okay to go, but they said it's the back, so uh, they're going to they're gonna keep an eye there. Wheeler for Kentucky again with that ankle. Uh, they could really use him back. Federico for Pitt, uh, that'll be big. He did miss the Mississippi State game. He plays 25 minutes a game, and he's somebody that can get – you know, some serious blocks and altered shots. A couple blocks a game he averages. Eddie Lampkin is out for TCU. A big body, 6.6 boards, but clogs up a lot of space in the interior. Uh, Drew Peterson, good to go for U- 
USC. So uh, that was undisclosed. Uh, Timmy Allen, a little bit banged up there with the leg injury with Texas. I think he'll be good to go. We know Murdix is out for Corpus Christi. Abana, real big for UCLA to be able to get him back by the weekend, almost two blocks a game, 23 minutes a game. And, again, of course, with Jalen Clark out, uh, the Bruins could use him. And uh, then Vanderplas, a good role player there for Virginia, 25 minutes a game, seven points, five boards. He is out for the tournament. And uh, we'll keep an eye on some of these other guys as well and update you on any injuries Thursday and Friday after the games. Take our final break of the evening, come back. John Cole is going to have a special. He's going to give, of course, uh, some plays before he goes, I believe, his five top plays. And then we're also going to uh, close the show and come back tomorrow night, and we'll take you through all the review and preview of Friday's games, Saturday, Saturday's matchups we'll be getting as well with those lines from the Westgate Superbook. So we'll uh, update you as we get those throughout the day, and it'll be a great show tomorrow on the opening full day of the tournament. It is March Madness at its finest. You're listening to SportsX Radio 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming worldwide on the Odyssey app, AUDACY, live at Saunders Pub, 1750 North Buffalo. Ken Thompson, guest John Cole, BCCS Sports. Check him out on Twitter at BCCS Sports and bccsports.com. We're live from Vegas. We'll be right back. 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming live on that Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, KT will be there for you, baby. Little Ford Tops coming back, wrapping things up. Hump Day, live at Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo. Ken Thompson, special guest, BCCS Sports, John Cole. He is the head honcho there, runs the company, does a great job out here in the Vegas Valley, hanging with my good buddy Kenny Kelly, and uh, the guys making it into Steiner's Pub, uh, one of three in the Vegas Valley to serve you folks. I'm telling you, March Men is not a better place to go taking all the games. Look, have your apps out. You know, it doesn't matter where you have your sportsbook accounts. Go do that. First off, you want to do that. Even if you're in visiting from out of town, another little word of wisdom to you, uh, open some accounts. Go put money in an account. Look, you can take it when you leave. It's like a bank account. You can take it or you can leave some in there. They're not going to take it from you. They don't need your money. Uh, but you can do that. Go to, you know, go to the Westgate Superbook. Jay Cornegay's crew, they do a great job. Go over and uh, see some of the other establishments, the, uh, the station's properties. Uh, Chuck Esposito does a great job there. Uh, Derek Stevens has some great people working for him over at Circa. And you've got so many great players. Golden Nugget, Tony Miller. You're kidding? One of my favorite people in the whole world. There's so many great establishments here. Uh, William Hill now partnered up with Caesars. Another great establishment. So wherever you have your accounts, and hopefully you have more than one because that gives you more than one outs, sometimes you'll have a half point or a point different on a side or a total. That could come into play, give you a chance to have the better number or potentially middle of the game. You never know. And uh, winning and losing and pushing are all three different things. So you want to make sure that you give yourself as many outs as you can. But uh, it's important that you don't want to be waiting online. All of a sudden you see a, a game go out and a halftime line is one and a half. By the time you get up there, it's uh, two and a half because it's moved. Everybody like the same side you lie. And you, or, or you get shut out. Sorry, they just tipped off or they just uh, started, you know, whatever. You want to make sure you have the app. So do that. Put money in accounts. You can do it. And as long as you're inside the Nevada state lines, they are all good to go. You'll be able to work them all. John Cole is with me. Now, John, BCCS Sports, what do you got going on? Because you've got uh, some things you want to get across. So I'm going to give you the floor because I want you to get some things out there for our listeners at SportsX Radio. 
Yeah, well, right now, if you go to bccsports.com, we have a, a nice promo for all you new players. It's called Madness, the number 30 May, both ends capitalized. For 30 bucks, you're going to get the whole NCAA tournament and all of Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA to May 1st. If I'm not at least 12 games over 500 during that time, you'll get the whole baseball season free. So I put my money where my mouth is. And you may say, well, John, what makes you different from the other 100 and some handicappers out there? Well, I'm a gambler first, I'm a handicapper second, right? So I don't just have 20, 25 bucks on these games. I bet them myself. Uh, I was a loser for five years, did nothing right. God put some wonderful people in my life like Kenny Kelly, who's the best at baseball that's on our staff. Uh, nobody better than him. But I've taken that God-given ability uh, and talent, and I work on it. Uh, this is now my full-time job, 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, it's no joke. When you lose, I lose. When you win, I win. Uh, and that's what's helped us. You know, Again, I don't hide from the losses. We were 0-2 tonight, but we're still 284 games over with 16 days left in the calendar season, and I'm determined to hit 300. The other thing BCCS is going to do for you, KT, is I care about you as a person. Most people just want to give you the plays and get your money. That's not what it's about. I want to help your money management. I want to help your psyche. Because, look, picking winners is only half the battle. Like you just said it earlier, you can't go to the slot machine. I don't play slots. I don't play cards. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But why give up that hard-earned money when I'm working 10, 12 hours a day? So I care about you, all the players I have. I make them write a list of whys and send to me. What do they want to accomplish? What do you want to do with the money? Where are you going to be at after a year with me? Where are you going to be at five years? Can I have you to where you're making six figures and it's an extra retirement fund? So I care about people. I care about people winning. Like I said, God's given me a, a beautiful craft. I work hard on my craft. I've surrounded myself with a lot of great people. And uh, I just want the opportunity. And you know what? If I don't come through for you, you get a whole baseball season for free. Or you can say, yeah, he's just another guy. But I promise you we won't be just another guy because we care about people first and we can pick a whole lot of winners, KT. Hey, you know what? I, I know because I know Kenny Kelly. And Kenny Kelly, uh, one of the New York Blue for many, many years, and I knew his beautiful wife, Peg, who passed, passed away yes, a little bit ago uh, from cancer. And, and I know he's heartbroken, but he continues to excel. And that's where he spends his time. He spends his time his other love handicapping sports he's been great at it and that's how he keeps busy he has no interest in you know any other things outside of that but his friends and family and yeah very integrous person so i knew when he connected me with you john cole that i knew it was going to be you know a pretty good relationship and you and i talked for hours before you ever came out here from virginia and then we connected right away last night in studio and it is great to meet you in person i'm glad you made it out to steiners can't wait to meet pork chop your brother that'll be uh, uh, a time in itself uh what are you looking at uh friday i think we got through you know most of the games on on friday uh there are several other ones uh penn state texas a&m real quick because mark hoke back at the studio is a big penn state guy uh, you think his Nittany Lions have a shot? They actually got some money today. That line went down from three to two and a half. A&M now a two and a half point favorite, one thirty four and a half. Yeah, I laid a dollar thirty with Texas A&M. I just think Buzz Williams has those boys ready to play in Penn State. I mean, they're a roller coaster, man. So I like Texas A&M uh, to get it done. All right, and then uh, we talked about a bunch of the other games. Uh, any chance for SportsX Michelle, my sister, for Princeton to beat Arizona straight up? The Jersey uh, girl in her, the little Jersey girl in her, came up with Princeton on her bracket. Well, look, the little Jersey girl I think is going to be safe if she got the hook and got 15. I, I, I think Princeton, they're going to slow it way down, but uh, I don't think they got a chance of knocking off Arizona. 
All right, I think Arizona will be focused, take care of business, but Henderson's done a nice job coaching that Tiger team for the last, uh, this is the 11th year there now in Princeton, New Jersey. And the boys from Teaneck, New Jersey, Fairleigh Dickinson, taking care of business tonight in a big way, and uh, that was fun to watch, but more fun for me as Arizona State and Bobby Hurley were able to get it done. Bobby, the Jersey kid, and, of course, my brother-in-law, Danny, he's a happy camper. He uh, texted me, and we were texting back, and it's forks up, baby, forks up. Got to make sure you say that slowly when you're on the air. Uh, but the Sun Devils getting it done and taking on TCU real quick. That matchup with TCU, look, Jamie Dixon got a lot of respect for him. And when Miles came back, you knew that as long as he had a couple games under his belt, that that team's going to be raring to go. And we know how tough they played Texas all year. And uh, we saw what Texas did in that Big 12 tournament. What's your take on TCU going up against, you know, a, a pretty good squad in its own right? Yeah, I, I, I like TCU a lot, but if Lampkin's out, KT, all bets are all. If Lampkin's out, on top of the way I saw Arizona State shoot the ball, eh, I want no parts of TCU. All right, there you go. Right now they have him listed still as out, but we'll see if he's able to get back for the tournament. And, again, everything gets going early tomorrow morning, West Coast time. First game, I believe, is at 9.15. That will be Maryland and West Virginia. That will be the first of the games, if I'm not mistaken, I just want to make sure I don't give you that uh, at the wrong time. You got 915 West Virginia and Maryland. Uh, let's move on down. I'm just making sure, yeah, because uh, 1040 a.m. is Mizzou and Utah State. And let's see, what's the other early games here, real quick? Uh, moving on down, 940 a.m. is Furman and Virginia. That'll be some personal interest there for the guy that's in here from Virginia. That should be a fun game as the uh, Cavs. Got their work cut out for them against the Paladins of Furman out of the Southern Conference. So lots going on. SportsX Radio will be back with you tomorrow night on a throwback Thursday. Folks, look forward to it. Please get out and support your local Steiner's Pub. You know you're going to have a good time there. That'll do it on a Wednesday night. Thanks to Mark Hoke. Thanks to Mark Lawrence. Thanks to Arthur DeCesar. And thanks to John Cole. And to you, the listeners, till tomorrow, you know the rules. No drinking and driving. No texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from Steiner's, I'm Ken Thompson. I've enjoyed it. God bless. Have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.